so upset I couldn't go. Hi, Red. Hi, Molly. This is Moa Jaswal. I am co-creator of uh, Lose to Thieves Wrestling with Red Jefferson and... Uh, uh, we're here on Saturdays uh, doing the News You Can't Lose. Wow. <laughs> that was a great intro, Moet. This is the News You Can't Lose with the Loser Lose Wrestling Crew. Uh, your name is... Uh, hi, Red. My name is Moet Jaswell. I'm <laughs> co-creator of... You get the idea. I already you get, said it. You did yeah. a great job. And I'm Red Jefferson. This is us well, This is us starting the podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. I think we're yeah, doing a... it. Yeah, it was a real real chill way to do no, it. I loved it. Um, I don't think it's the right vibes for us. No, no, it's a good vibe. I'm I'm very excited about this new uh, just jumping in, just jumping in. We're getting our feet wet immediately. We cannonball. Uh, mm-hmm. Wow, what a week of wrestling news it's been. It's been pretty light, Moet. Been pretty oh, really? light. Uh, there's, there's some big some... ones. There's some big moments. There's some. Well, I maybe I'm two, missing some. At least, two. I probably have those two. We're gonna find out. We're, let's find out. Okay. Let's just jump right into it. This is the news from uh, May 16th to May 22nd. What a week, the year of our Lord. We're going to start off hot. We're going to start off hot, Moet. Want to hear what the top story of the day is? Yes. Shoot. Shoot. AEW has a new TV deal. They got a new TV deal. That is a big one. That is a big one. Yep. Yep. They're moving to TBS in 2022, along with their new show called Rampage, which is going to be every Friday night. Uh, It's going to be a one-hour show, Uh, but they're still going to be on TNT for... Uh, specials like almost like a night of champions uh, uh like four times a year which is pretty cool or winter is coming uh sure. what they did in december or something like that yeah. i assume these like yeah. tv pay-per-views yeah the, uh, the bash of the beach whatever they have you know they'll, mm-hmm. they'll probably have those how do you feel about this Are you excited about this new friday show i mean it's good for them it's mm-hmm. good for them they keep growing their um their outreach you know uh eventually they'll be just like wwe just wrestling like every night you know and that's, i think that's good for them that in is, a way yeah i i don't like it because i don't know how the hell we're gonna keep up with it that's a lot when it, it's gonna be three hours uh did you say that that's three hours starting in like august or something Wait, what i'm pretty sure it's going to no. yeah they're going to add an hour in august or september or something like that i could be wrong I don't know. Do you, you have it up? Do you have it my, up no, right I do now? not have it up. Oh, um, okay. That's very But yeah, because there's like a lot of like weird details that got thrown in, you know, that they're moving, but they're moving like next year. So they're, but they're, they're adding that extra hour mm-hmm. while they're still on TNT for like the, you know, the last four months or whatever it is. So there's lots of weird things. Very yeah. interesting. Sound off in the email. If you know more information about that, send us your emails at loserleavespod at gmail.com uh, to let us know more about the situation. Uh, but yeah, they're going to be having that new TV deal. It seems pretty exciting. They're making a lot more money. They're making eight yeah. figures, uh, I think, for this, like $45 million or something like that. Oh, uh, what pretty, do you think of it? I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm, glad, I don't know. I'm, I'm glad they're doing well. Uh, I'm worried that they already have, they have three shows right now, you know? They already have three shows, and their main show right now is already pretty clustered. Uh, right. So well, I've... that's what. But this is a, a second, uh, like TV show. Yeah. Right. So like it, it is getting clustered on Dynamite. So maybe they'll be able to stretch it out. And I think like Dark, uh, when there was a, a live audience, it wasn't uh, 
it kind of it wasn't what it was it is now you know it, it was just literally just like dark matches with like little storylines you know it didn't it felt like just extra like filler content mm-hmm. which made sense why i was on youtube i think the pandemic changed its like um significance a little bit um so i i think that might go back down to being like filler or fun content Elevation, I have no idea what the point of Elevation is. I don't understand why. I've watched a couple episodes and bless Big Show. Bless Paul White. Bless him. Uh, But uh, I'm not hooked. And he seems, he seems, he's doing well enough. He's just, it just feels like very blase commentary uh, because uh, Big Show is not very familiar. He's trying to keep up. He's got energy. Uh, It's just, it's just weird show to watch. It's It's really weird. I really didn't expect big show to just be an announcer yeah. like i was like i did expect the big you know reveal you know uh however many months ago for him to just be an announcer i thought he would like interact with people yeah. like i don't know it's just uh especially does, like yeah especially now since he's still like you know every especially when you're a wrestler every month you lose is another month where it's gonna be harder to get back in you know, like Kurt Angle uh, says that his latest WWE run sucked because they took him off the road for a year and all that pain caught up with him. He couldn't wrestle when he got back, you know, because you have to get those reps in. You have to keep your body loose. And then he be he said he became arthritic when he tried to get back in the ring. He couldn't move the way he once did. But you know what I'm realizing right now? I'm realizing I don't know what I want because I'm saying this right now, uh, but I don't think I'd like to see Big Show in the ring. Maybe I just want to see maybe once, mm-hmm. maybe once or twice would be fun, but he would probably be mediocre. He has right? to face Marco Stun. I oh, want him standing next to Marco Stun. I want him to throw Marco Stun as far as his big arms could throw him. I want to see what that, that looks like. would be incredible and extremely dangerous, but so cool. You get him a big crash the, uh, pad. You know, like the the big show, or uh, well, who was it uh, in ECW that did that? Um, bam, bam to Spike bam. Dudley. Yeah, that's one of the coolest moments in wrestling. He throws him in the audience. The audience catches him and like uh, he hurls surfs him. him around. Yeah, they caught him good, uh, but excellent. We talked about. We did such a great job covering that. Uh, next up, we got some historic title change news. Moet at WrestleMania Backlash, everyone's favorite pay per view. WrestleMania Backlash. We had Rey Mysterio and Dominic becoming the first ever father-son tag team in WWE. Tag team champions. Isn't that yeah. something? Isn't yeah, that something. something? That's something. That's history right that's there. History. That's what we call history. Uh, who, and that's important. History is important. What father-son wrestling team do you wish was a uh, were champions before them? Oh. Father-son wrestling team. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the Brian, the Brian Pillmans. Yeah, the Brian you know, Pillmans. Before, the Pillmans. You know, before he, before it, you know, before that, before that all happened. Yeah, but we, that could have been great. That could have been great if we only had the chance. Damn you, Hummers! What's your answer? You can't. What do you? Classic Chavo and Chavo Guerrero. Those two. Chavo together. and Chavo. Chavo and Chavo. I think they would be a great. They were. Ta- they did have tag team matches in uh, mid, like mid two thousand SmackDown, and Chavo could still go. Classic Chavo could still go. Hmm. How many father son tag teams could you create? I mean, um, um, Dusty, Bray Wyatt and Dusty Bray Wyatt and, and IRS. Um. Uh, yeah, Bray Wyatt and IRS. That'd be pretty fucking great. That'd, That'd be, be pretty fucking great. Uh, you'd have Rikishi, to you'd have to figure it out in the storyline. Rikishi and one of the Usos. Sure, sure. That'd be fine. That's not. Exciting I don't care to me. about that at all. 
but there's also a big thing that happened this past WrestleMania backlash, Moet. There was a zombie lumberjack match. Zombie Ooh. zombie lumberjack Boy. match. Um, very exciting stuff. Uh, apparently, it was versus Damian Priest and, and, and Miz. How excited are you for this week's news you can't lose? <laughs> so did you uh uh did you research it because i texted you when i realized it was a zombie lumberjack match i was like did you know this was going to happen because i didn't it just happened right? i did not yeah it just was happened. it built up did i, I just miss so. it yeah, no, i think it was built up because um it was uh, uh it was a match that was uh uh basically an advertisement for Zack snyder's new movie about army zombies of the dead. army of the dead and batista's in it I just wish Batista made an appearance, you know? Yeah. Apparently they got like a lot of money off of it, like like a million bucks or something. That's pretty of, sweet. Um, uh, promoting that movie. That's pretty sweet, Moa. Million bucks. Nothing to sneeze at. Nothing to sneeze at. Uh, moving on. We've got Don Callis. Dangerous Don Callis. Have you heard of him? <laughs> yeah. Dangerous Don Callis. Uh, he's no longer an Impact executive. He is uh, take a step down from his roles of being a executive vice president over at impact to be more of a on-camera role for them as well as for AEW. Um, are we excited to have Don Callis be a full-time performer for AEW? How do you feel about it? I like him. Yeah. I like him. I think the whole storyline is stalling right now. So I don't think it's necessarily him. It feels like they're all just always just saying the same thing, but like when they started in December, was, he was great. Yeah. He was so, yeah. And he still is very necessary with Kenny. Yes. Yes, 100%. He needs somebody to to do the, the majority of the work and allow Kenny to say his dumb stuff every now and then. And Kenny's becoming more comfortable. He's looking more and more comfortable each and every week, even if his storyline feels like nothing. He's the champion, and I feel like the entire championship is surrounded by a blob of people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there's not really a... I don't know what's going on with it right now. I mean, there's the triple threat, but it doesn't feel like there's a hierarchy anymore. Everyone's just kind of messing around. Yeah um moving on moving on uh a big a big talking point of the news you can't lose we talked about this individual quite a few times velveteen dream there you go v there you go dream velveteen dream is officially uh canceled by the wwe they canceled them they didn't cancel them. they just uh, fired him uh long time uh long time wwe artist uh, i forget the guy's name but he said that velveteen dream was the most unprofessional person he's ever worked with and that he needs severe emotional help. Which I believe is true, right, Moet? I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, letting the ego get to you. Um, what a fall, man. Yeah. He was one of my favorites, like, uh, what? I guess like two years ago or something? Sure. I don't know. Time time is confusing to me right now. But on his rise up in NXT, he was one of the best. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, then everything came out. And yeah. I really, yeah. And Guy I needs just help. can't tolerate that no matter what the talent level is. Yeah. So. He needs help. He needs help. Yeah. Uh, hopefully he gets it, uh, which is crazy to see the fall from grace and why it took them so long to make this decision. You know, they, they, they took him off the road. They had him in the back. They didn't move him anywhere. They dropped all storylines. Why keep him around and pretend they were even talking about bringing him to the roster, the main roster, even as soon as a, a month ago, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's that is true. That is uh, strange. I wonder if they just had to finish some storylines, but even then, there's no. That's they not did a good it even. Point. They stopped. They, yeah. He hasn't been on TV since December. Yeah, it's weird. And he he got exposed a bit too. I mean, his a lot of his move set is uh, you need the crowd interactions and stuff because it's kind of old school, like yeah. the elbow drop and 
like kind of he does a Hogan, you know, like uh, uh, what is it, pump up? You know what it I mean? Looked like you were jacking it off two invisible things. It was like Whoa, the, what red. is that the machine? That was just f- the shake weight. That's the shake what I was weight, yeah, not the jerk off just... weight. It was the shake weight. This is still an audio podcast only just you the, did not need to explain listen, the visual we uh Moet just did you know the shake weight he did he it with did both not, hands both hands yes. as he was hulking up imagine if hulk yes, hogan yes i did had he not been such a uh, a despised person in society would make a great endorsement for the shake weight him just hulking up and holding the weights he's like oh you know that actually would be pretty good yeah yeah, yeah. sound uh, off in you- the email if you think hulk hogan should do shake weight commercials what were you asking about did you realize that along with velveteen um eight other nxt talent were released i did notice that um, yes i only looked up the one jake dwartz the ref jake dwartz oh uh, uh drake drake dwartz drake dwartz he's a messy guy right. i almost put him in the news you can't lose um you heard about the whole story with that guy uh what is he just like a QAnon? QAnon, uh like he uh, like apparently uh, during um, a lot of Black Lives Matter protests last summer, Triple H got a big, it got all the NXT people together and gave a big rah rah speech about how, like, if you're a different race or uh, gender or religion, you know, we're not going to discriminate against you. You're all equal here, and we want to make sure that. And it was a real positive. Apparently, everyone liked the speech he gave, and he apparently Drake just walked out angrily when he said religion, and he just <laughs> left in a huff. Uh, and apparently a lot of the people there uh, have felt uh, awkward or uncomfortable around the guy because he apparently does say a lot of things that may rub people the wrong way. Um, so that was a long time coming. Who else was uh, released from NXT? Yeah, just reading one thing. Uh, at one such meeting, uh, he had tried to have meeting. Uh, Wurtz tried to establish a relationship between wearing a mask and child sex trafficking. <laughs> How do you do that? Where does that come? What's the connection? Yeah. You- <laughs> You're all dumb dumbs. I don't yeah, care if Canada dumbs. hates us now. Well, we lost all our, our Canadian uh, QAnon people this past February uh, because we want you to get help. We love you and we want you to get help. Right, Moet? Yeah, yeah. That's but you're also dumb dumbs. You're dumb so, dumbs. So, yeah. But I wonder how you fix that. Pills. We got to get them on some medication and therapy. Um, but one but yeah, it's, uh, Drake Wirtz, Alexander Wolf. That's what? A, that's a yeah, big one. Jessamine Duke, which makes sense. Um but I liked her. I liked her. I liked her. But anyways, movie. Vanessa Bourne, Skylar Story, Ezra Judge, Kavita Devi, and Jake Clemens, a referee. Yeah. Seems well, like all that. I think that's all of them. That's a shame about uh, Alexander Wolf. I love, I really like him. I like yeah, his look. I liked Sanity. Sanity. Right? And, the yeah, they were so good. But that's also an Imperium. He was a great member of Imperium. Oh, yeah. He was an Imperium. Yeah, that's a shame, too. Why, why are you breaking up Imperium already? Dumb. Dumb, dumb, so dumb, silly. dumbs. Uh, move okay. it, moving on, we got uh, some AEW news. Ray Phoenix is injured. Oh, really? Ray Phoenix what is injured. To him? Uh, well, it was something to happen at a AAA show he was at. Uh, the injury is uh, undisclosed, but he's not going to be performing for a little bit now. Um, I think I understand why WWE doesn't let outside uh, like wrestlers perform to outside companies. You know. Imagine having all your eggs in this Ray Phoenix basket. Say he had a match at Double or Nothing for the championship, and imagine it getting axed because he got injured on another company's show. Right, but if you're if you're going to keep the concept of like independent contractor, and you're not going giving them uh, health insurance or anything else, then like you have to allow. You're this. right, and it makes wrestling uh, the culture much better too. 
you get an AEW star in your hometown, like that just makes both like the company seem like a much bigger deal. Yeah. And it gives help to the like local promotion, you know? Yeah. That's why I, I think Tony should just it. call them uh, employees. And AEW could do this game, but this is what you get. This is the risk you get when you have independent contractors. Uh, they could get injured. Mm-hmm. That's, that's yeah. It. But they, they also do a good job of like uh, rotating people out. So you never really feel like you miss anyone for too long. Yeah, that's true. So. They do a good job of that. You're right. You're right. And uh, last piece of uh, business today, the last piece of news that we shouldn't lose uh, is JR. It's not even a piece of news. JR's contract's coming up. Uh, and uh, apparently he's going to, he wants to be on a one to one, a year by year basis from here on out because he doesn't know when he's going to retire or anything like that. Is this a time to uh, talk about who the NX, uh, the AW announcer should be? Shouldn't they make these type of plans right now? If a guy yeah. is basically saying like, I'm here year by year, shouldn't they be making some forward thinking plans about getting JR off? I hope so. I, yeah, I mean, it's pretty stale, but, uh, actually it's not stale. It's just JR. Everyone else is, is pretty good. I like Tony. Tony, Taz, not Paul White. Not, not yet. He's, he's figuring it out. But yeah, it's a pretty good announced team, right? Honestly, I feel like if they have Tony, Excalibur, and Taz, that's a good three-person team. And obviously, for some reason, they love three-person teams. I don't get it, but they love three-person teams. So it's going to be that, have it be them. JR could be a great producer backstage. He could be a great, he could produce the, uh, the, the, uh, he could produce the announcers. I don't know why he doesn't do something like that. I know he likes being on camera and he likes performing, but, uh, he's got to let make some way for the new guys. Right. Mom? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think, um, I mean, I'd love to see Excalibur take the lead yeah. in commentary at some point. I want to see like a wrestling focused commentary team, which he's great at doing, yeah. you know, he knows everything. Yeah. Um, right now it doesn't feel that way. Do you think, what do you think? No, it doesn't. Uh, I feel like yeah. if they let him loose, the thing is he has to keep quiet most of the time. Like he, he'll, he'll do the play by play and he'll go in for a while. And then Tony and JR will just go in with their nonsense sometimes. And because Tony is so easily swayable, he is so easily, uh, uh moved aside. He's so malleable that if JR starts going on his shit, Tony just doubles down on it. And they start joking around about things that we don't know yeah. or care about. Sure. Yeah, that's very yeah. interesting. Very. Interesting. It is annoying, but uh, uh, so there's a uh, yeah, there's some New Japan stuff. Oh, did um, I? I oh, guess there we was really... a New Japan thing. I forget. I didn't write it down. What was it? Um. So there's a couple things, but I guess we don't talk about New Japan that often. But um, it's too. It's pretty big for the company. So uh, the um, a couple of uh the Gaijin wrestlers, the non-native, you know, uh, Japanese wrestlers, uh, tested positive for COVID. Uh, Jay White tested positive, and Finley, David Finley, did I think, um, and that's that. Apparently, there's like unrest within the Gaijins in the company right now. They're they're all they're sort of uh, upset, is what the rumors are, because like um, they they keep getting pushed back and forth uh, on on their scheduling because mm. uh, Jap- uh, Japan's uh, like vaccine rate is pretty low compared to the rest of uh, the world right now. Sure um so at times they're like you we are starting to tour and then they're like they are no, they, the opposite they would tell them uh they're not touring so they can go home and then as they're going home like so i think jay white was at the airport or something and then he found out he had to go back because they were going to tour and do a few more shows so like they're kind of upset going back and forth and then sure. they uh and then he got covid at some point man from that but the other big thing that's connected to that potentially is uh will osprey 
the uh, IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, uh, was forced to vacate the championship like two days ago. Oh, wow. Because yeah, of COVID? Uh, uh, no, he, well, th- he said he sustained a neck injury. Um, so Will Osprey sustained a neck injury as a result. Osprey will not be participating in the next series of events and will instead return to the UK for treatment and re- rehabilitation. Wow. Uh, there's no timetable for Osprey's return to New Japan. Um, so, yeah, that, there's just rumors getting thrown around after that sure. because uh, people are like... Um, wondering if like apparently he's already booked for uh a show in the uk or he's like he's going to appear there uh to explain whether he's i forgot the the name of the place um but people are wondering if there's a, a, a different reason for why he had to suddenly vacate the title that's related to like this unrest storyline going on very interesting um uh, we don't know yeah is this exciting news to you do you feel like this is uh um uh the unrest that you're talking about is purely behind the scenes it's not a storyline correct no 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 that's on uh, yeah that's just behind the scenes covid related just like frustration with um the company and the the country's like um handling of covid at the moment or at least the vaccine because they've they've been pretty low i think overall they were low last year but i think they're dealing with a surge right now aren't they yeah very interesting i had no Uh, idea that their vaccine rates were so low vacating the title is a big deal Sure. Because they should, like, up until uh, last year, the title uh, lineage was a very big deal, mm-hmm. to me anyways. Like, they really took it seriously. If you had that title, it meant a really big deal. So, for uh, ever since Kota got it, Abushi got it, he, it just all got screwed over. Um, where he, like, uh, it was they were doing a double champion thing for, like, a really long time. Uh, where they defended both the, their intercontinental belt and the uh, the heavyweight belt. I don't know why they, but so like every, uh, so Coda did that on every night and then eventually he combined the two belts and the design was super ugly. Uh, and he, he said something about it was his dream to combine the belts or something kind of silly like that. And then, uh, his first defense with that new belt, I'm pretty sure is the first defense. Uh, he lost to Osprey and now Osprey has to vacate the title. And so now the lineage is kind of just destroyed (laughs) in all these little ways. So that's crazy. That's all in the past year. Yes. Yeah. All since uh, COVID. I think I think COVID screwed over a lot sure, of like, plans. they're so good for long-term booking, like long-term meaning like years down the line type of booking. But uh, I think that screwed over everything for them. So they're just like trying to do quick, like almost like shock value style booking. Dang, that's a shame. I hope that it gets cleared up. That's a shame <laughs> that the lineage has this big black mark on it now. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully they get things patched back up. Any other news that we missed this week that I missed? That's it. No, yeah, that was it. Yeah, the New Japan and uh, NXT. Yeah, big big things happening in the world of wrestling. Big, big things happening in wrestling. Um, but that's it of the news. But don't worry, friends. We're not done with this podcast. Not until we get some mail, some fresh from the oven mail, fresh Moet mail uh, coming in fast and hard. Uh, Moet, uh, are you pulling open the mailbag right now? I am. I am going for it. Are you ready? Oh, I'm born ready. Brandy from Elko uh, and Nevada. Makes sense to me. <laughs> Is it NV? NV? Oh, sure. Yeah, that's that's Nevada. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you just heard Elko and you're like, makes sense. Nevada. <laughs> Sounds like right. Nevada. Uh, Brandy asks us to name a wrestler that you think would do well in Jeopardy. Peter Avalon. 
He, he looks like a smarty oh, pants. He does right? look like a smarty pants. Matt Stryker. You think Matt Stryker? Yeah, I think he's a good into like a like a smarty pants. He acts Probably. like a smarty pants. I would agree. Yeah. Good question, Brandy. Good yes. question, Brandy. <laughs> Simon from <laughs> Detroit. We're gonna just knock him out if quick. They, if they're easy questions, we're giving easy answers. Yeah. You got it, Brandy. That's what we're doing today. Simon from Detroit says, "Is there a piece of wrestling memorabilia that you would love to have Undertaker's earned?" That that'd be a cool one. Be Done. A cool one. Uh, I think I would like. I, I would love Foley's mask, but it'd probably smell like shit. Uh, he said that he it, said he talked about that uh, recently of how I, about gross it smells <laughs> i would like yeah um i would like that i think i would like that would you wear it of course of course would you, would you go like to parties with it or no, something no, you're like no, when do you wear it, it? you just like around the house or i'd yeah i'd put it in a glass case would you like yeah i just don't know what you would do with it i'd try what, what are you gonna do with urn <laughs> Well, there's put I know one thing there. I would do with an urn. <laughs> put what? ashes in there. Yeah. I can't wait to put someone's ashes in here. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait. Oh, boy. All right. Um, Good question. Good question. What was their name? Uh, I don't know. Simon. <laughs> Fuck you, Simon. No, <laughs> no, we don't. We love you, Simon. Thank you. Philippe from NYC. Ooh. You just want, yes, that is the correct response. NYC. NYC, big, big place. Big city. Very big. Very big. Very you city. just won $10 million, Red. Think about this. I just won. Oh, oh. For the, you just won $10 okay. million. In this scenario, in this I fantasy scenario, you won $10 million. $10 million. You can, if you think about spending it on anything practical, I swear to God, Philippe is going to be very upset with you okay, because no that's problem. not the point of his question. The point is to have fun. What do you spend $10 million on? BattleBots team. God damn it. BattleBots team. It's always with the BattleBots. Yeah, you got to you, you got to you got to beat Tombstone, right? Yeah, I got to beat Tombstone. How do you know about Tombstone? Are you watching Tombstone? Are you watching bots? I've been I've been uh are you watching, educating myself are you watching on some Tombstone. Bots? Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My You're friend what? uh my friend uh guy, he he's really into BattleBots. He's getting me into it too as well. Honestly, so like, I would I would build a wedge bot. I would uh, probably build uh, a wedge bot. <laughs> uh similar to duck um where i would uh like break break their fist with my face mentality make it very indestructible to try and damage their weapon i was thinking about doing a drum spinner but those don't have good control and i don't want to have a a a shitty controlled bot you know Mm -hmm. what about you moet which battle bot i'd probably do uh i like the ones with fire Mm -hmm. i like the ones with fire that shoot fire on their butts yeah, yeah. I they they seem very impractical, and I still don't really see why they're useful. Do you? I do you know the hamburger one? Oh, I saw that dumb hamburger one. Yeah, I like the hamburger one. That it was looks such funny. a shitty hamburger. It got demolished every time it's in yeah. the ring. It gets demolished because it's it's a it's a it's a spinner. It's a full body spinner with bacon coming out. So the bacon acts like a spinner, uh, but it's just it right. uh, it's not long enough. It's not long enough, so it gets no damage. But I like that there are jobber, uh, jobber uh, battle bots. Sure, they don't want to be jobber ba- bots. They think they're well. The win. jobbers don't want to be jobbers either. Sure. Nobody wants to be a jobber, that's but a that's point. some people have to be jobbers Somebody in their has lives. To be a jobber. Somebody. That's a great point, Moen. Sound off in the comments if you think that the burger is a jobber. Uh, but ten million dollars. What are you spending it on, Moet? Oh, oh, oh. What about like a small island? That's Just... impractical. 
Yeah, I want a small island and I want um, uh, a nice road system that I can drive like my like a you're going on. over that ten million right now. You're ten That's million for the small island. Oh, it would be ten million. How are you going to get? What do I do on an island without? Once I buy it, what? How much money do I have left over? If you just want to buy an island, sure. It's not going to be a well, house wanna, on it. I want to live on it. Maybe yeah. I could Gilligan it up. You have to get a really small island and an affordable house. Like you probably get a trailer. You get a, like a double wide trailer on your on your uh, island. Yeah, I have fantasies of just like being done with all the bullshit in life, just living uh, away off the grid. They call it, you know. And and then and then I'd have to learn how to do that. I don't know how to grow tomatoes and things, you know. I so I guess know. that would be an issue. I'd probably die immediately after buying my island. You have to start watching I mean, Naked and Afraid. It's a good show. I saw I saw a couple episodes. It's a little awkward. It's intense. Is it intense? Yeah. yeah. Like I, I, I just started it, and the first episode, uh, one of the producers gets bitten by a snake, uh, that's venomous, and he almost loses his foot. It swelled up to this disgusting size. It was terrible. Why do people do that? Well, they didn't why want do it. people like? Why is that fun to people? <laughs> be but here I am asking to buy an island and live on it. So sure. I guess there is some sort of enjoyment in. <laughs> um, you know, uh, harming yourself. I don't know. No, to, to challenging yourself. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. So that's what I would do. Yeah. Excellent, excellent choice, Mo. Uh, we'll have battle bots on your island. We'll have a spe- very special uh, battle bots show on uh, Moet Island, uh, Isle of Lost Moets. Um, but that's is that it of the new of the mailbag? We did it. That is it. Blessings. This has been such an educational show. We learned about battle bots. We learned about title changes with fathers and sons. And uh, JR, we talked about JR. What a great time we've had. That was fun. Make sure to check us out on all the podcasts. Uh, well, all the podcasts. Check us out on all the places you can get a podcast. And also send us uh, emails at LoserLeavesPod. And make sure, if you're in the Austin area, to check out uh, the Austin Asian American Film Festival, which uh, Moa and I have a movie premiering on june 15th 16th june 16th at the lawn center in austin texas uh get tickets there thank you all so much have it's a called night on six night on what six check it out you didn't, i don't think you said it i didn't even say the fucking name what's wrong with me you could find it now you know now you know it's special <laughs> because we're saying it so loud night on six uh everyone have a great night and a pleasant evening uh my name is red jefferson i'm here with <laughs> moet jaswell uh moet jaswell moet if you were a salty snack what snack would you be? Um, uh, like uh, sour cream and onion potato chips. Pringles? No. Okay, good no. answer. Good tiny, answer. thin, thin ones. Yeah. Tiny, thin, sour cream and onion potato chips. Have a great night, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye, bye. Bye.